Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Roomways Podcast. On today's show, I talk about purchasing rooms as well as the benefits of making your own set. I get many questions from people wanting to get into the rooms but are not sure what to start with. I'll share my opinions on how to find your room set, some differences between them, and the benefits of going through the process of making your own, right here on the Roomways Podcast. So as I've mentioned before in a previous podcast, runes are but the tools of the rune weaver. It's the person who owns the runes that give them life, imbue them with power, and attune them to their own personal energy. Now it can be confusing for someone new to runes to know what to do when starting their path regarding rune sets. Many resources, including this one, offer the author's own versions on how to make, consecrate, and use the runes based on tradition and their own experience. I've had a few people tell me they were told that purchased runes won't have the same power or that it's not traditional, so they were instructed not to use runes they did not make in a ritualistic way. But what if the rune worker isn't crafty? What if you're given your first set by a friend or a family member? And what if store sets just call to you? I don't subscribe to this point of view as far as not being able to use runes that you are gifted and or purchased because we are modern rune weavers in a modern world. Magic is evolving and being created newly every day. So for me, tradition has its purpose, but should not hinder the creative force of the modern day practitioner. It's my opinion that it's quite acceptable to use purchased set of runes. Your runes are what you make them. You give them life and you give them power. The first set of runes I ever used was a purchase set. I was drawn to them. I didn't know why. I was fascinated and enchanted by the versatility and simplicity of these things. Yet the study of the runes seemed deep and layered. They felt familiar. Finding a set of runes that call to you at a store is a powerful thing. It can be a joyful thing to discover a beautiful set that makes you happy when you hold them. The sounds of the runes in your hands as you toss them between your fingers. Those runes have been created, shipped, and then they sat on the shelf just waiting for you. They could have been purchased several times, but for some reason that set needed to be with you. You will know it when you hold them. You may hold several sets, but this one set in particular just seems to have a certain energy that speaks to you. So trust that, and consider the money you give for your runes as a personal sacrifice or tribute to the powers and gods that brought us the mysteries of the Futhark. Thank the gods for their help in connecting you to your new runes and feel good knowing they will read true. Now you will find runes of all types of material shapes and sizes. When purchasing runes, here are a few things to consider. Number one, how will you be using them? Are you going to be casting them, tossing, doing layouts? This may dictate the shape of the rune set as round runes tend to roll off the table. If you're doing it like that, some stones ones don't read reverse very clearly or some may not toss right at all. Number two, how do they feel in your hand? Do you feel like they have a nice weight and texture? Is it pleasing when you hold them? Number three, is the material significant to a specific element you are working with or enjoy, such as a type of stone or wood that has meaning to you? And number four, does a specific set catch and keep your eye? Do you feel anything when holding them? And do they simply make you feel happy? Let your intuition guide you, and you won't be led wrong. Now let's talk about what to do with the runes once you've purchased or have been gifted them. It's always a good thing to ritualize the consecration of new runes as a way to welcome them into your life. 
here are some ways to consecrate and attune to your new rune set. I personally like to bring them home and set the stage. I'll light three candles and set up my altar to honor the gods and offer incense and sage. I like to lay them out and go over each rune, holding each one in my hand, tracing the rune. Then I gather them and I sage them. You can ask your guides and the universe to see your new rune set as sacred objects of respect and magic. Sometimes I'll set up a crystal grid and surround the runes with specific stones and imbue them with the crystal energies. After the consecration ritual, I often carry them with me and have them next to me day and night for nine days. If this is your first set of runes, you may wish to start a rune journal, and you should. Your daily rune pull, just like I explained it in the previous podcast, will be a great thing to start right now. You may find different uses for different rune sets in your collection as well. One set you may just use for yourself, while another you may use for carrying, or another set you might use for reading for other people. Uh, It just depends on which set calls to you at that time. My wife and I have a special set that we use just for our couple's readings, and I made this from a tree we planted in the front yard when we got married. A branch was knocked down during a storm, and I asked the tree spirits for permission, cut the branch into staves, and burned in the runes. And it made a very special rune set that we use just for us. As a maker, I've experimented making several sets of runes out of many different materials and have had a great experience with each one. I enjoyed the pleasure of being gifted runes and also of finding a fantastic new set at a local store that I visited during vacation. When you have multiple sets, it's always nice to be able to choose which set to work with at any given time. It's like they each have a personality and sometimes some want to talk more than others. You can even assign certain rune sets to certain gods you favor. Depending on the material and use of the set, feel free to experiment and trust your intuition. You may have sets for certain seasons, reasons, or just for fancy. Embrace it when you get excited to see new rune sets and find opportunities to add new ones to your collection. If you feel you need to make rune sets, make them. They may be for you or they may be intended for others. Don't hesitate to make rune sets and not consecrate them or use them if you feel they may be destined for someone else. Now, this all being said, I encourage every listener to do your own research and exploration. Read multiple books. Watch as many videos as you can. Learn what the actual history is of runes and what is not actual history. Read the mythology and explore the Eddas. Find the people and authors that resonate with you and don't ever feel pressured to do something that feels restricting or that is against what you are truly called to. If you follow my opinion or someone else's, it makes no difference. Your rune journey is uniquely yours. Do what suits you if it works, as you may also have new magic to offer our human existence. Respect the unknown mysteries, honor the runes, and bond with your spirit guides to connect you to true divination. Well, that's about it for this episode. I thank you for joining me and encourage you to subscribe and share this show to others who might be interested. Follow my YouTube channels, and if you feel called to it, I also have a Patreon page where you can financially support my efforts in tribute. You can find all those links at the runeways.com website. So until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Join me again on the Runeways podcast. <laughs>